Hi, you are listening to Apricity. Apricity means the warmth of the sun in the winter. My hope is that this podcast feels like a cup of tea on a cold winter day. Today's episode is going to be on a topic that can be sensitive for a lot of people, so I just want to give a trigger warning right now that I'm going to be talking about my relationship to food, disordered eating, so if that is something that you guys don't want to listen to, now you know, but as always, this podcast is a really positive episode and it's about the things I've done to heal my relationship with food and I've kind of stayed away from this topic because it's such a big topic and there's so much I have to say because I've been through so much change with the way I eat and the way I take care of my body. I've gone through a pretty significant physical transformation over the years and it's not even regarding looking good, it's more so in terms of health and my ability and my relationship to my body changing those things has just completely altered my life in the best way. In today's episode, we are going to go through my journey with dieting, how I started to see food as medicine, and something to be enjoyed, some tips for mindful, intuitive eating. So let's get into the episode. I have tried every diet in the book. I grew up on 2012 Pro Anna Tumblr, which then went into the veganism, paleo, no processed sugar, raw, gluten-free, dairy-free, high-carb, low-fat, keto, you name it, I have done it. I went on my first diet at 12, and I didn't stop until I was 20. I'm 24 now. Each time I tried a new diet, I would go into it thinking this could be different. This could be the one that will change my life, my body, how I feel about myself, how I feel in the world around me. I saw my body as the problem and the diet as my solution. And sometimes I would lose weight or my skin would clear up, but the fix was always temporary. I aligned my morality with what I ate. I would consider it a bad day if I ate something that didn't align with my restrictions. If I went off my diet while out with friends or due to lack of or what I saw as lack of willpower, I hated myself. I traded my wine nights with friends for juice cleanses. I no longer went to the art shows I loved so much so I could get up at 6am and kill myself on a spin bike. And I'm not demonizing getting up at 6 a.m. or spinning. I still do both of those things, but it was my relationship to food, to exercise, that was the problem. The food was never the problem. It was the way that I saw all of these things. And the year that I really stopped dieting, I was 20. At the time, my anxiety began to manifest in my food intake and it became really difficult to eat. My health slipped a lot and I lost my period. I felt dissociated from my body. My calorie intake dipped lower and lower. 
I felt emotionally numb due to my lack of food intake. I was struggling in every area of my life. So how did I change this? (laughs) I did a lot of therapy. I worked with a nutritionist and I decided that nothing came above getting better, even my weight. And I remember very clearly I had gone through a breakup and I had allowed myself to stay in a relationship that had gotten to a point where it was really unhealthy. And I realized that my relationship with myself was what was impacting all of these things. My relationship with myself was why I allowed someone else to treat me poorly. My relationship with myself was why I didn't have a good relationship with food. It's so true what they say that your relationship with yourself affects all others. I remember driving to the grocery store one day and I asked myself, what actually sounds good? And as someone who had people please so much in my life and had wanted so badly to only eat so that I could look a certain way so others could perceive me a certain way or so that I could control something. It was so strange to just think, what do I just want? So I drove to Whole Foods, bought some frozen blueberry waffles, and I ate those. Immediately, my mind began to race. And I was thinking, how would I burn the calories off from these? Would the rest of the day just be one big day of indulgence? But this voice in my head said to me, it doesn't have to be that way. I have two choices. Perpetuate the cycle of abuse towards my body for the rest of my life or learn how to live intuitively. Later in the afternoon when I got hungry, I asked myself again, what actually sounds good? And more than that, what would make me feel good? And I practiced this over and over because what you practice grows stronger. And some days I'd fall off and slip into old habits, but I never failed to return to my goal, to feel better. And with time, I did. And the funny thing is, I looked worse when I ate less. I would get extremely bloated from my irregular eating schedule. My gut was destroyed from allowing coffee to be my breakfast and lunch. My hair was thin and dull. I lost shine in my face. My skin was always broken out. I hid myself in giant clothes. My metabolism was destroyed from years of low caloric intake and intense exercise and I was finally able to eat all the foods that I had restricted while implementing healthy habits. It was the black and white thinking of I have to be on a diet and be strict and rigid every single day or I'm going to go crazy and just eat whatever I want that really led to me having a poor relationship with food the all or nothing, the inconsistency. But when I started to eat with intention, having the awareness that I need to eat greens and protein and carbs and fat in every meal, knowing that if I eat three meals a day solely of cookies, I'd feel awful. But also knowing that if I didn't allow myself to have a cookie when I want one, or a few, 
I'd feel restricted. And that was when I found the magic sweet spot of intuitive eating. And this took time, honoring my cravings without going off the deep end. Obviously, the diets were never really about the food itself. The diet was a quick fix to a problem much larger than how I looked. The diet served as a temporary painkiller to how I was feeling. And they served as a false sense of control when I was really spiraling out of control. When I would try to restrict food, it was really me trying to restrict emotions, trying to numb how I was actually feeling. I was an extremely intuitive and sensitive person who struggled to live in a world that didn't hold space for how I felt. When I would binge, it would be because I didn't feel like I had enough or was enough. So what is intuitive eating? Intuitive eating is eating what sounds good to you, eating it when you're hungry, and eating mindfully. And there have been a lot of ups and downs and setbacks in my intuitive eating path. I've gotten trapped in vicious cycles of watching other people who were eating and thinking I had to eat the same way. I've had to learn that everyone has a different lifestyle that works for them, and that's okay. There's a reason they call it a health journey and not a health month and a half of eating keto. Everyone has a different story and that just wasn't mine. And there's nothing wrong with losing or gaining weight. Part of healing is accepting that your journey is not going to be linear because life is not linear. My weight has fluctuated up and down. Nothing crazy, but it's fluctuated. I still see myself as someone who's learning every day and constantly reframing my thoughts. Anyone who tells you that they have all the answers and they've figured it out perfectly is probably trying to sell you something. So I'm going to tell you from a very honest standpoint that in yoga teacher training, one of my teachers said that she is both the teacher and the student. And that's kind of how I see life for myself. I don't see myself as someone who has all the answers to anything. I'm always open to new ideas and new ways of thinking, ways of being. But I guess this is just what's true in this season of my life. And if you are struggling with body image and you're like, this all sounds fine and dandy, but how do I do this when I don't like my body? Separate yourself from your body for a second. And see it as something that is just trying to survive. Your body just wants to keep you alive. If you feed it, it'll work. If you feed it a little bit extra, it'll store that so that you can use it later. Your body does not hate you. Food does not hate you. Your body is just doing everything it can to keep you alive. Think of your body like a plant. You have to water a plant give it sunlight, give it food, and if you neglect that plant, it'll start to die. You're tired, your body is communicating to you that you need sleep. Your body is not against you, it's working for you. Think of when you're sick and you have a fever. Yeah, you're not feeling good, but it's because your body is communicating to you 
that you're sick and it's fighting to keep you alive. And you can kind of see food and movement as the same thing. And I think it's a lot easier to just say that you're not in control of changing these things and be a victim to whatever cycles you are perpetuating. And once you accept that your actions determine how you feel, it's easier to accept where you're at now. Something that has helped me is just writing down, these are the actions I need to implement in order to move forward. These are the actions I need to stop engaging with and accept it. You don't have to like where you are, but you have to accept it in order to move forward because everything you are doing is either helping or hurting you. These are five steps I live by to intuitively eat. Number one, let go of all rules unless you follow a dietary restriction due to beliefs, religion, intolerance, allergy. I have a gluten intolerance, so I eat mostly gluten-free. I'll still have a really good pasta because it's not an allergy. Tell yourself you're allowed to eat whatever you want, whenever you want, and mean it. This takes the power away from food and puts it back into your hands. Eating cookies won't be a binge or feel as exciting because you can have them whenever you want. Think about when you were a teenager and you'd sneak out or take alcohol from your parents and you'd get that rush of adrenaline after you did it. Or if you were more well-behaved than me, just think about lying to your parents. The reason you like dieting or restricting food or engaging in the binge-restrict cycle is probably because you get that rush of adrenaline when you restrict and or binge. And once you stop doing that, you'll still love the cookies. In fact, you'll love the cookies more because you won't hate yourself after eating them. So number two, see food as medicine. Focus on what you can add in rather than taking out. This was huge for me. Once I was like, okay, how can I get more dark leafy greens in? How can I be eating more fruit? I stopped seeing things from such a lack mentality. I began to see food as something that could heal me rather than hurt me. If you don't eat to fill yourself with different micro and macronutrients, you don't feel good. Number three, pray before you eat. I'm not religious, but I will say a moment of gratitude on days where eating is hard. I bring myself back to the entire reason food is on my plate. I think of the farmer who cultivated it and then the person who picked it up from the farmer, unless it's at the farmer's market, then I just think of the guy I bought it from. But I think of the person who picked up this and then brought it to the store and all the people who went into me eating this rice bowl. I think we forget sometimes that having food access is a huge privilege. I thank the universe for allowing me abundance to afford healthy food. I thank my body for all that it does for me and I promise to give it what it deserves. Number four, eat mindfully. No TV, no phone, no distractions. This one is hard. 
I used to just eat everything on my plate while watching TV and then look down at my plate and be like, wait, everything's gone, which would lead to me feeling overly full a lot of the time. Eating without distractions can help you enjoy your meals so much more because all of your senses are there. I would mentally schedule my meals for when I knew I could actually chew and swallow my food somewhere, you know, not like eating in between classes, scarfing down a thing, a cup of noodles. Even if you have a 15 minute lunch break and you want to have that cup of noodles, you can go eat it slowly and mindfully and think about all the flavors of the broth and just being really engaged with the food like you would any other practice you're doing. Chewing my food 10 to 15 times to optimize digestion and really truly make sure I'm tasting my food has helped so much for me. I find that not only do I digest things better when I actually chew them, but also I get full a lot faster because I'm actually eating the food and not just swallowing it. And eating mindfully can be a cute thing. I will light a candle sometimes when I have time. When I have time, I'll take myself on picnics. I go to the beach a lot and listen to the water while I eat my lunch. And lastly, number five, forgive yourself. You will overeat sometimes. You will not eat sometimes. You might reverse back to old habits that you thought you'd grown past. You are a human and humans make mistakes, but we learn from those mistakes and are given a new opportunity every single day to change. What matters is that you get up and try again. And the way to do that is by loving yourself unconditionally for so many more things than the way you look and what you ate. People forget sometimes to remind themselves that they have so many skills and unique personality traits that have nothing to do with food. And quite honestly, food, your body, and what you eat is the most boring thing about you. You are fucking extraordinary. I hope some of those tips were helpful. I would love to do more episodes on this, so please let me know anything you guys would like to hear. This is just an introduction to my journey with having a better relationship with food. I'm excited to announce that I will be doing weekly episodes from here on out. If you enjoy the podcast, giving it a rating would help me so much to continue to create it for you guys and have guests on that you guys like. Thank you guys so much for listening. Love your friend, Sion.